It is time to talk some NFL, and specifically the Seattle Seahawks, as they get ready for a tough matchup against the Washington football team. And joining me right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline to break it all down, it is my good friend Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers and Field Goals podcast. Brandon, it is great to have you on the show once again. I know it's been a while. It has been a little while, Anthony. Welcome back. It's good to be back on talking Seahawks football with you. Well, Brandon, obviously the, the win over the New York Jets has to feel a lot better than the previous week, obviously. But what did you take away from the beatdown that the Seahawks gave the Jets? Yeah, still a little disappointed it wasn't a back-to-back uh, beating of New York teams. But uh, I guess after the loss, then, then this does feel good. And it happened to be the second biggest blowout in Pete Carroll's tenure. Uh, a couple more points than they beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl, and then uh, quite a few points less than the 58 to nothing beating over the Arizona Cardinals back in 2012. So, uh, one of their biggest wins. So, it's, it, you can't be upset about that, but also at the same time, this is what you expected from the team. True. I was about to say, the New York Jets, more than likely, it seems, are going to go 0 16. So, this needed to be a beatdown uh, at the same time. Absolutely. And they, they got what they're, and, and they did it in a way that, Really, it doesn't look all that spectacular. You know, Russell Wilson, only 200 yards passing on the day. He does have four touchdowns. And they and they split the carries among the running backs pretty well. You know, none of the running backs went over 100 yards. But you had Carson uh, looking solid in his carries out there. Carlos Hyde had some nice big runs in there as well. And they finished the day against a Jets team that had been pretty good about stopping the run. And they put up uh, over 170 yards on them. And that's really big, especially as we continue on and we get ready for uh, the postseason. And obviously, we got some big games here. I mean, when you looked at this just a couple of weeks ago, it didn't look like the Washington football team was going to be that tough of team. But now Washington's a red hot football team right now. I think Washington has the best chance to win the NFC East here, just the way they're playing. But obviously, we don't know the status of Alex Smith. I think that's going to really matter about how good this football team could potentially be and how much they challenge the Seahawks. But what do you think about this matchup with the Washington football team? I mean, that was the thing that kind of blew me away in just looking at their past games to uh, see how they've been doing coming into this matchup against the Seahawks. And and you're absolutely right about them being red hot. And it has been really ever since Alex Smith came in and, and really their defense started clicking after the game against the Rams in week five. So they've been in every single game, if not winning every single game, the, the ones that they have lost. It's been, you know, they've had their opportunities at the end of the fourth quarter. Either, you know, you go back and I think it was the first game against the Giants where they just decide to go for two points rather than kick the extra point and go into overtime. And they end up losing the game there. You know, they had a couple opportunities against the Lions or the, the Giants again late. The Lions game, they lost by a last second field goal. So it's they've been in every single game. And a big part of that has been Alex Smith being able to be relatively consistent but it is their defense, that Washington defense, that is the most scary. And when you look at the position group on the Washington defense, it's that defensive line. Well, that's the scary part about it too, Brandon, because this defensive line is already really, really good with some of the other first-round draft picks. But Chase Young is really starting to come into his own. I mean, let's face this. They beat the San Francisco 49ers without scoring an offensive touchdown. The defense scored two how big is this for the Seahawks offense to really kind of get on track and, and also keep Russell Wilson upright? I mean, unfortunately for the Seahawks, they've given up 41 sacks this year. Yeah, well, I do like my chances with Russell Wilson over Nick Mullins for the 49ers. Like, I, I trust Russell to to protect the football 
better than Nick Mullins. Now, he has struggled a little bit in the previous weeks, and that was nice to see him kind of get back to his normal self there against the Jets. So uh, at the same time, the offensive line with right tackle, you don't know the status of Brandon Shell going into this game. He played against the Jets, but he had to come out early, and I, I don't know if he's going to be available to play. And they have struggled in recent weeks with protecting Russell Wilson. And when you're talking about Chase Young, when you're talking about Montez Sweat, another first rounder, you know Jonathan Allen in the interior who has four who has forty pressures. This is a team that all those guys up front you have to worry about. And so, can they get the run game working? Can they can they go to that intermediate passing game? Because the the deep passing game, it seems like so many teams have figured it out. Especially the New York Giants, they they had Russell Wilson pegged and exactly you know what he was trying to do downfield. So. I, I think that the uh, that the football team, they're going to take a page out of the, the Giants playbook and what they did, and they're going to be able to execute that and, and try and uh, do the same exact thing to Russell Wilson. Brennan, for me, I feel like for the Seahawks, they need to maintain a two-possession lead throughout this game, or at least especially in the fourth quarter. Do not let this team hang around. Obviously, that could be different with Dwayne Haskins. Maybe you only just need uh, one touchdown because, again, the, the, that offense struggled uh, last week in the second half here. Uh, but ultimately, this defense, they're pretty good against the run as well. Obviously, we've been talking about the pass rush that can get to them here. How do you see this offense trying to attack and, and get after and put points on the board? Well, in terms of the Washington offense, they have been a team that they that wants to run the football. And so when you're talking about getting a, a two-touchdown uh, lead, the earlier the Seahawks can do that on, on, on offense for them, you know, the better off they'll be. If you can take Washington out of, out of their run game and make them throw it, it, it doesn't really matter if it's Alex Smith or Dwayne Haskins in a sense, just because I, I don't think Alex Smith has been as proficient at throwing the ball and uh, he's, he's throwing it short. You know, he, he's just, a, it has been a nice game manager for Washington. It's, but there is a difference when it comes to Dwayne Haskins because he's turnover prone and, you know, he's very immobile. I, I think even with Alex Smith's leg injury, he might be more mobile than Dwayne Haskins, who's, you know, second year in his NFL, which, you know, that's saying something. And, uh, so yeah, getting out early against the football team, it, but I mean, that's, Easier said than done, obviously, because this defense doesn't allow a lot of points. So I think this is going to be one of those tough matchups. I, I don't know if we're if we're going to see a two touchdown lead by the Seahawks unless they're able to get turnovers in big positions in this game. They struggled with that against the Jets. They they had multiple opportunities for turnovers and and dropped it. So they'll have to capitalize those. They'll have to capitalize on those against Washington if if they're going to win this game. I think. Brandon, taking a look here, as we've only got a couple weeks left before we get into the playoffs, obviously Seattle uh, can potentially lock up a playoff position this week with a win. Uh, so just give me your thoughts here, because there's obviously a couple scenarios. Obviously, the game against the Rams could decide who wins the NFC West, and obviously you'd rather have a home playoff game than be on the road the entire playoffs. But at the same time, some of these possibilities are you could win the NFC West and potentially get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Uh, you could potentially see the Rams again uh, just a couple weeks after that matchup next week. Or you could potentially see Washington in Washington again. Um, what are the scenarios? Which one do you feel favorable for the Seahawks right now? Well, the one that I want to happen the most is for the Seahawks to win their division. And I, I think a first round buy is definitely out of the question now. I, it's probably going to go to the Saints or the Packers. 
but I want that divisional win because I don't want the Rams to get it. So whatever happens has to happen, the matchup-wise, once you get into the playoffs, they're generally tough teams. So I, I don't really like you know trying to pick and choose which favorable matchup that they'll get in the first round because it, you know if if it ends up being favorable there, then it's a tough matchup the next round. So I I just think that the the goal has to be win the division, get in, get one home football uh, playoff game. And and then you you see you see what happens from there. Brandon, what's the biggest thing you want to see from the Seahawks as we've got three games left before the playoffs? What's the biggest thing they need to either change or do to really kind of make you feel good about a possible deep playoff run? More of the same from this defense. You know, they've they've really shown a lot these last couple of weeks that they can limit another team. You know, the against the bad teams, you want your defense to to limit the points, and so that's what they've been able to do. These last few weeks, even going to the Giants game, you know, only 17 points against the Giants. So I want to see more of that from the defense, because if they can get clicking then on offense and just have kind of a a balanced attack with healthy Chris Carson, you got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I I do think that they have the ability to score quickly against teams. And so they're they're never going to be out of the game. And you know that Russell Wilson has that ability to come back in the playoffs and they're they're probably going to need it at least once. And uh, so I, I think that just that that balanced approach to going into the defense, there's just not a lot of balanced teams in the NFC. And so if they can be that kind of team, I think they can be a favorite. Right now, we are with Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers and Fuel Goals podcast. Coming up next, we will make our NFL picks for week number 15 here on the Knock On Sports. Credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees, and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union, we belong to you. Some restrictions apply. It is time to make our NFL picks for week number 15. Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers and Field Goals podcast will make them with me. And, uh, Brandon, let's start right in and jump right in here with Thursday Night Football. Uh, you got the Chargers and the Raiders right now here on Thursday Night Football going on. Uh, who did you have before the game started? Yes, I am. I, I knocked out one of my upset picks early. The the Raiders are heavily favored in this game, and so I went ahead and took the Chargers just because – that Las Vegas defense has been struggling. They nearly lost to the Jets a couple of weeks back. I think this is time for the Chargers to make a move and uh, get a little bit closer in that division to Vegas. Listen, Rod Marinelli's taken over that defense uh, with John Gruden, so I like Rod Marinelli to make some changes, and I think they'll be positive changes. So I'm going to take the Raiders here to get back on track and win, and I think there will be a quick turnaround for this defense. So uh, I'll take mm. uh, the Raiders here. Uh, to beat the Chargers. Plus, I mean, here's the deal, Brandon. Do you really believe that the Chargers aren't going to charger in this game? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I have no feeling for when they're going to charger and when they're not going to charger. And I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing out there that I, I need an upset pick, and this seemed as good a one as any. Going to Saturday as we have Saturday football. Buffalo at Denver. Brandon, who do you like? I like the Buffalo Bills. They this is gosh, in the AFC Anthony, it's Buffalo and it's Kansas City right now. It feels like those are the teams that are just destined that we'll see in the AFC Championship. Really like the way Josh Allen's playing right now and the Broncos not so much, so going with the Bills. 
I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with Buffalo here as well. They're playing really good football. I like them a lot. Uh, Carolina at Green Bay. Uh, who do you got here? Not much question here. Going with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I really kind of want to just uh, just to annoy my Green Bay Packers friends. I want to go with Carolina here. But, again, I just can't trust them here. Uh, so I'm going to go with Green Bay as well. I'm going to agree with you. The Packers continue to win because they're obviously going to try and maintain uh, that number one overall seat as well. And that's that's the other thing, too, here, Brandon. Like, I was de- debating this because I was enjoying watching the Saints lose to the Eagles last week, but I was kind of uh-huh. thinking about it. I mean, because it looks like, as you mentioned earlier, the Saints and the Packers, more than likely, one of them is going to be the number one overall seed, and the NFC playoffs are going to go through them. You want to go through the Dome where at least, you know, obviously the crowd noise is not really going to play a factor in New Orleans, or the cold in Lambeau. Oh, yeah. I would much rather the Saints get the top spot and go through New Orleans than have to go to Lambeau. The Seahawks haven't won a game at Lambeau Field uh, since Mike Holmgren was the coach. So, yeah, I, I would I would much rather go through New Orleans. Uh, looking to Sunday, San Francisco at Dallas. Who do you like here, Brandon? I am going to take San Francisco to bounce back. Uh, not a lot of confidence in either of these teams. It kind of feels like a coin flip, but I do think that that San Francisco defense is better and they can get the win over the Cowboys. I'm going to agree with you. I think San Francisco gets the win over Dallas. I just can't trust Dallas at this point. I think it will be a close game, but, yeah, I just can't get behind the Cowboys at this point. Uh, Seattle at Washington. Brandon, I kind of feel have a feeling I, where you're going to go with this one. I'm going Seattle. This is this is a tough matchup, though. I mean, we, we didn't talk a ton about I, – I did mention the Washington run game, but Terry McLaurin, too, on offense for Washington – that is a guy that Seattle has to shut down as well because, gosh, he is, he's been one of the best receivers out of that 2019 draft class with DK Metcalf. And he's, he's one guy that I'm definitely concerned about and on part of the football team's offense. But the question is, is can the ball get to him? Because Terry McLaurin, at least, and again, I know this is more fantasy because I have him on fantasy, uh, but right. he just hasn't been able to get the football to be able to make those big plays right now. Yeah, and I think that is where Alex Smith could come in if he still, if his calf is still injured. I, I just don't know if I trust Dwayne Haskins to. I, I I understand that they made that link in college frequently, but you know, in the pros and you know, with the Seahawks, with what they've been able to do to pressure quarterbacks these last few weeks, Jamal Adams getting the sack record. I think that that uh, yeah, McLaurin could struggle this week, but. Um, I'm not, I'm still, there's a, there's a concern, Anthony. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, looking at Chicago at Minnesota. Who do you got here, Brandon? I am going to take Chicago. This is a little bit of an upset, but I like the Chicago defense to, to shut down Minnesota and get the win. I, it's a kind of a coin flip game for me, but I just, man, these two teams, I, I'm going to struggle with picking them down the stretch. I can tell. I'm going to take Minnesota in this one. Again, I was really kind of worried last week when Minnesota was playing Tampa Bay, especially the way Minnesota started off. Again, uh, Khalil Mack may be able to feast on Kirk Cousins this week because uh, Minnesota just has not been able to protect him at all, giving up a, as many sacks as they did last week here. But again, with Dalvin Cook, the way they were able to rush for over 100 yards against Tampa Bay's defense, I think they can do that against the Chicago Bears defense, and I think they'll be able to do that enough uh, to get Yeah, they played them close a couple weeks back. It was only a 19-13 win by the Vikings, so... I, I just I have to think that this is going to be another close game. And gosh, after seeing what they did against the Texans, I, I think that's what gives me the it has me you know taking Chicago by the, just the edge here. 
New England at Miami. I'm going to take the Dolphins here again. Uh, I, I think New England's going to see their playoffs hope dashed here to uh, this weekend. I think Dolphins win. Yeah, I, I'm kind of rooting for the Dolphins because I want to see them get in the playoffs too, and it would be kind of fun for them and their head coach to you know, solidify their playoff position this week against you know the head coach's former team in New England. All right, Jacksonville at Baltimore. I feel like this one's going to be pretty easy. Brandon, I'm taking Baltimore. I am also taking Baltimore. It's uh, Jacksonville. You know, they, they've got to keep in it for that number one pick. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Who do you got? I am going to take Tampa Bay in this. I I just I don't have a good sense for Atlanta and what they're able to do. It seems like I pick them incorrectly every single week, so maybe I'm making a mistake here by picking Tampa. But, uh, I, you know, this is this is your pick. Uh, Anthony and I know you're taking Tampa and I I don't want to you know try and get cute here and and lose a game <laughs> and uh and, and you know kind of ruin this uh, what we have going here in terms of uh your picks against mine I I think that I'm I don't know I'm I'm lost on this one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I was going to say Brent I mean as even as a Bucks fan I feel like this should be an automatic win considering our roster but yeah I'm kind of like you like even last week against Minnesota I didn't feel confident I like I was like the way we played coming out of the bye week, all that stuff, I thought, okay, maybe we'll get back on track. But we started slow again. Chances are we'll probably start slow this week. We just continue to start slow. Uh, so, again, I'm, I'm not – like again, as a fan, obviously, that's the rooting interest first. But, like I said, I have concerns about this one against Atlanta because we saw what happened and what Atlanta did to Las Vegas just a couple of weeks ago. They gave uh, New Orleans some fight in those games. This is just not going to be a blowout, I think, for Tampa Bay. Yeah, Atlanta is just such a weird team this year, and they can they can play up to their competition. They can play down to their competition. Matt Ryan, you know, he can have a, a great pay, a great passing day against just about any team. But I guess I, I like the Tampa Bay defense enough to be able to shut down Matt Ryan and make that team one dimensional. And, and when you make the Falcons one dimensional, they they tend to struggle. So I, I guess that's where I come out with liking Tampa. Detroit at Tennessee. I'm going to take the Titans here. I think Derrick Henry has a big game. Mm, I'm going to take Detroit here. The, the way that Tennessee has been going, I, I've told you that I, I, I feel this is one team I feel like I have a beat on what they are able to do each and every week. And when they're heavily favored, they tend to struggle. They have a matchup coming up next week against the Green Bay Packers. It's a huge matchup for them. I think that they lose this week and bounce back and beat the Packers next week. That's just the kind of team that Tennessee is. And that's why I'm taking Detroit in the upset. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, Houston at Indianapolis. Who are you taking? I'm going to take Indianapolis. Man, Houston, I think I had them picked against the Bears last week. And for them to just put up a stinker against that Bears defense, another tough, tough defense this week. Brandon, look at our next game here. Philadelphia at Arizona. The Eagles trying to stay alive for the NFC East. Arizona needs to keep pace because they don't want to lose any traction uh, in for that number seven wild card spot as well. Who do you like? I like Arizona in this game. I think you know we saw Jalen Hurts. There, there wasn't that much of a game plan for him from New or- the New Orleans Saints last week. Arizona is going to be ready. They they know exactly how to face a quarterback like that because you know Kyler Murray is just that much better of a Jalen Hurts. Uh, then Jalen Hurts. So I think Philly's going to struggle against the Arizona defense, and uh, I, I think it's going to be a pretty comfortable win for the Cardinals. 
I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take Arizona as well. I think because of the fact that Jalen Hurts was making his first start, and New Orleans has struggled against mobile quarterbacks, I think it was just kind of one of those games for Jalen Hurts. I think Arizona uh, will get the win this week. I think Kyler Murray, especially considering Arizona wanting to get to the playoffs, uh, I think Arizona just wants it more than Philly. Yeah, I don't even think that, I don't even know if Philly wants to get to the playoffs this year. I think they they want to have a, a good draft pick. I, I mean, organizationally they're going to compete, and I, but I think secretly they they would hope that they don't get into the playoffs this year. I know that's how fans feel, at least. New York Jets at the L.A. Rams. Brandon, who do you got? I am going to take the L.A. Rams easily in this one. After what we saw the Jets do last week, I think they're going to struggle even more with that Rams defense. And this is going to be a fun game. I can't wait to watch it. Kansas City at New Orleans, 425. Who do you got? Yes, this is the game of the week right here, isn't it? And I'm going to take Kansas City. I I don't know if we're going to see Drew Brees back quite yet. And either way, this is going to be a fun matchup, especially that New Orleans Saints defense going up against Kansas City. I just, I like Kansas City more in this matchup. Listen, I like Kansas City as well. Even if Drew Brees starts, I think Kansas City is just going to have more firepower. Uh, I think they're going to be able to do more against the New Orleans Saints. And so uh, just, I like Kansas City a lot here. I know Kansas City, I, and here's an interesting question for you, Brandon, because some people brought up maybe Kansas City is just getting bored because, you know, last week they get out to a big lead and then they let Miami come back. A couple weeks ago, Tampa Bay get a big lead, then they let Tampa Bay back in it. Are you concerned at all that maybe Kansas City is maybe not as good as we thought because they're letting teams back in, or are they just bored, you think? No, I think it may have something to do with the level of competition and with them playing the Saints this week. I think they're going to want to make a statement. And so I don't see them necessarily getting bored. So if you know they start putting up points on the Saints defense, I, I do I do think that the Saints have the capability to to shut down this Kansas City offense a little bit though too. So it, it could end up being close. I just think that with this being a difficult matchup, that's gonna make Mahomes dial dial in that much more. And yeah, that's that's why I'm leaning Chiefs for sure. Uh Sunday night football, Cleveland at the New York Giants. Who do you like? I like the Cleveland Browns. You know, they are coming off that loss against the Ravens, kind of an exciting matchup there in the fourth quarter. And they could have a little bit of trouble with the New York Giants defense, but I do like the way that Cleveland's able to run the football. They have two really solid running backs, and I think that that can help get them, you know, even it doesn't really matter who's playing quarterback for the Giants. I, I think that uh, the, the Cleveland defense can do enough to, to stop whatever they decide to, to throw at them. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Browns. I'm going to take the Browns as well. I think uh, they are playing really good football right now. I think they have it figured out. Kevin Stefanski, definitely coach of the year candidate in my book. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll definitely see. Again, the Giants defense it keeps them in a lot of games, and so this is definitely a game that could feel like a trap uh, for the Browns. Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Who do you got? Yeah, the chance for Pittsburgh to get back on track here against the Bengals. And, gosh, I think that even... Uh, do we even know who's going to be quarterback? And I think Brandon Allen might be questionable, and I think he was out of practice today. So they could have an issue at quarterback for Cincy. Not that that matters, because I think Pittsburgh's going to win either way. Yeah, I'm going to take Pittsburgh here to win as well. I think they get back on track. Obviously, they want to try and keep pace because they don't want to let you know Cleveland catch up with them. They, they want to definitely try and get that home playoff game. So I will take Pittsburgh here as well. Brandon Schultz joining us here on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline from the Seahawkers and Field Goals podcast as we break down the Seahawks versus Washington football team matchup as well as he joins us to make our NFL picks. Brandon, if they want to catch the latest episodes of the podcast, how can they do that? 
Yeah, new episode of the Seahawkers podcast out on Thursday, seahawkerspodcast.com. Check it out. And uh, we will be doing a preview against the Washington football team coming up on field goals. SBNation.com slash NFL podcast to subscribe to that and any other SB Nation shows. Brandon, really appreciate the time as always. Always a pleasure to chat football with you. Looking forward to doing so again next week. Looking forward to it. Go Hawks.